this time. All right. Hello, Owner Get Own family. Welcome to the podcast. Welcome to the show where we teach you how to own so you don't get owned in real estate. I'm your host and lender, David. And I'm your local real estate agent and architect, Hero. Yeah. Smooth as always. Kill it every time. Season two. Season two. All right. Okay. So how's your week been here? It's been good. Working out. Resolutions are still on tact. On tact. Intact. intact. <laughs> English not intact. <laughs> Stumbling along. But yeah, we're good. How about you? Yeah. So I had to uh, actually lessen the goal to make it more realistic. Mm-hmm. So instead of every single day, I'm trying to do at least five days. So okay. if I miss... Like a Monday, for example, if I miss one, I'll make up for on the week that weekend. Gotcha. So I'm trying to hit at least five times a week. Kind of how like loans work. You pay back later, right? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Good plug, good plug. Yeah, yeah. All right. And then uh, working out, you're doing good. What about the other one? Uh, you know, I really didn't want to talk about it on this podcast, but <laughs> if we're going to be realistic about it, I did cut my uh, drinking um, yesterday was my last day. So 25 days. Though, that's a long time. It's not that bad. In some um, calendars, that it, could be considered a month. Yeah, and I was actually going to end it on the we- on the fr- a Saturday because of a wedding. Mm-hmm. But I, you know, it was my homie's birthday. Um, you know, we've been close for a while, so I just, you know, it, was, it just seemed right. Yeah. So sake. And then your first uh, drink was uh, sake. Nice omakase. Culturally appropriate. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Yep. I like it. Well, I mean, I'm proud of you, man. 25 days is a long time. So you know, let's get a shout out for a hero in the comments. Yeah. 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 All right, so let's go ahead and move on to the topic of the week. What are we talking about here? What are we talking about? What are we talking about? So this week's topic is hairy conditioner. Mm. Conditions of closing on your loan. Yeah, so this yeah, so this one's really important. So we now we're in escrow. We got the cool, fun, exciting news. Hey, your offer is accepted. So now what? You're running through that. Thick and thin of escrow, inspections, appraisal now. Is so, a yeah. One. So, basically, now they're in the process. We have to get it to the finish line. So, this is kind of the bulk of it. Um, so, I would say there's two main things um, that you really want to watch out for and also take care of as quickly as possible. That way, you are not right at the finish. Like, at the finish line, you're not scrambling. Sure. Right? So, biggest one is appraisal. Um, a lot of the transactions will require an appraisal. Um, now, sometimes, we mentioned it briefly in the last episode, if you hit certain parameters, um, so 20% down on a conventional loan, you get an opportunity or you might get an appraisal waiver. Um, so what that means is you don't need an appraisal. Now, again, appraisals are for the bank to put a value on. Inspection is for you as a buyer to make sure that everything is working, utilities, um, there's no safety hazards, you know, things like that, right? Appraisal, Really just to make sure that the value comes in and the that it satisfies the ratio, right? loan to value, right? How exactly. much you're borrowing and versus what it's worth. Yeah, the bank's going to be like, is this really cool to put this much money into for this guy? And then so they're going to look at it, hire someone to go out there, usually a third party that neither the buyer agent, seller agents, or the lenders have any connection to, mm-hmm. to make sure they have an unbiased opinion on whether it's okay. Yeah, so ever since the crash, so when we, when we refer to the crash, it's like the 08, 09, right? When everything kind of went to hell. Ever since then, I mean, appraisals are you know very, very, there was a lot of fraud involved with it. 
Um, so yes, you have to go through a third party vendor and lenders myself, I can't even speak to the appraiser. It has to go through like their management company. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, there's a lot of fraud. So that's the reason for it. Sure. So again, going back to the appraisal itself. So there are, if you happen to need an appraisal, right, it's very, very important to order the appraisal as quickly as possible Mm -hmm. because that timeline could be as quick as three days and it could be as quick uh, as long as two weeks. Yeah, because the there's factors involved with clearing that appraisal report too. So mm-hmm. let's say you have holes in your wall, termite report, uh, termite issues. Let's say you have missing stairs or something, mm-hmm. something of a safety hazard. These things can actually affect the appraisal report from clearing, which means the appraiser's going to say, "Hey, you need to fix these before we finish off your report." And you have to have the appraiser come back to the house again. Yep. And these all are really important to take care of within the time frame of thirty days. So as these things get delayed. Those three days get closer and closer to the deadline. Yeah, so exactly. So certain things like you or none of us have control over is the appraisal turn time, right? So if you don't have control over it, you want to get that order as quickly as possible. So it gives you the best shot of getting it back quickly and mm-hmm. meeting that deadline, mm-hmm. right? So when it comes to appraisals, you hit one of them, right? You want to make sure it kind of fits the lending guidelines. Um, you said, you know, stairs, um, there's handrails missing. That's a no-no. Mm-hmm. Um, California specific, you need to, your water heater needs to be double-strapped. Dave's and, uh, all about the double-straps. Yeah, stay strapped, my friends. <laughs> and then um, you also, uh, smoke detectors, very common. You, yeah. need, you need that for sure. So that's those are um, more conditions for the appraisal, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, the big part of it as well that you want to keep in mind is the value itself, yeah. right? So in a perfect world, it comes in at purchase price or better. There's no issues, right? Mm-hmm. Now, if it comes in lower, that's when it kind of turns into more of a negotiation slash trying to make the loan loan to value work at that point, right? Yeah, this is where loan contingencies make sense. So the loan contingency is there for you to make sure you get your loan, one. Mm-hmm. And then two, it makes sure you can actually qualify for that loan. But also the appraisal contingency on top of that, the appraisal coming back short means you can use that option to get out and not have to go through all that. Correct, correct. So let's talk about that for a second, right? So let's say I'm the buyer, you're the agent, appraisal comes in $10,000 less. Mm -hmm. So what what is the first thing that you do as an agent? As an agent for the buyer, I'd advise them, hey, look, we have about $10,000 we need to cover mm-hmm. here. Float. Uh, the seller can either come up or come down in price to meet that appraisal price, mm-hmm. or you have to come up with a difference, right? Sure. So in that case, you have to go through a little negotiation there. You have to say, hey, look, we're going to back out of this deal mm-hmm. unless you bring this up, or you come up to an amicable way to go 5000 each way. Yep. It really depends on the market and what the demands are. But and also if the buyer still wants the house, it's exactly. a great time to really get back to the buyer and say, hey, do you still want this house? Are you sure you're still OK with what, the, what this is? The value mm-hmm. showing up this. These are what the appraisal report things have called out. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense to you still? And then check back in and make sure you're still ready to go on that freeway to closing. Exactly. And on the lender side, there is one other option that you can take. Um, so, again, depending on the lending guidelines and where you're at on that threshold slash uh, percentage, you could increase the loan amount. Mm-hmm to cover the difference as well, mm. right? So for example, let's say you're putting 30% down mm-hmm. and the appraisal comes in low and to match the ratio or mm-hmm. the, the percentage, you could then increase the loan amount mm-hmm. to be at, instead of 30% down, you'd be at like 20% down mm-hmm. or 80% loan to value, I, I should say. Yeah, someone has to come up with that difference. Yeah. And Whether it's extra cash or borrowing more money, yeah. that difference has to be made up. Let's say in this market condition right now, it's, it would be more common for the seller to come up with a difference. Correct. Because they want to keep you in the deal to close. 
a few years ago. Obviously, as we've talked about before, um, take it, it or was, leave it. It was easier for the buyers to just have them, you know, get whatever they want. Now, uh, the other side of this for the appraisal too is if it goes high, which happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Not much can happen though. You can't really do much with a high appraisal except feel happy that you got yourself a good deal. You're walking into equity. Yeah. That's what I, I that's what I like to say. Yeah. Like, hey, look, you know, your purchase price is this mm-hmm. and your home is valued at, you know, 10K higher. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. That's you're walking into equity. Yeah. Which is rare too. It doesn't really happen too often. Not too often, yeah. right? So I mean, take the good news and run. Mm-hmm. So, and then appraisal being one of them, and it's usually a big one uh, because that's everyone kind of holds their breath until the appraisal comes in, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, I really hope it appraises on the purchase price. If not, no one likes, I, I don't think anyone likes going back and renegotiating because yeah. it's more work on all, all parties, right? It's not yeah. a pleasant conversation Just to have. Just give me the money, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just take it, dude. Just fucking get the house. Come on. <laughs> so appraisal is a big one. And then another couple of things is just loan, con- loan uh, conditions in general. Yeah. So if you're working with a, uh, a good lender, mm-hmm. right, you're probably already pre-approved, mm-hmm. which means that there are conditions already set forth yep. and you're already working on it. Mm-hmm. But let's say, for example, um, your first offer, you get accepted and they're, the lender is still kind of evaluating your file. You don't mm-hmm. have a full pre-approval yet, right? Mm-hmm. That means that, that the underwriter is reviewing your file and you get an approval. So most loans go through two stages of approvals, conditional approval and final approval. Conditional approval means, hey, based on us reviewing the file and getting the appraisal back now, here are the conditions, five to 10, depending on how complex the file is, right? Mm-hmm. How hairy it is. How hairy it is, hey. exactly. <laughs> hey. Hey. <laughs> so if you fulfill those, you know, however many conditions that the underwriter um, sets forth, mm-hmm. then you have a clear to close loan and you're ready to go closing, mm-hmm. right? So some common conditions are verification of employment. So in the beginning, what we do is typically we collect pay subs and W-2s. Now, in process, the condition might be, hey, we want a verbal verification from the employer saying that, hey, Hero, in fact, does work for this company and he's been working there this long and this is how much he makes. Mm-hmm. So that's a common one. Mm-hmm. And you mentioned appraisal conditions, right? Yep. Um, so for example, again, going back to the example of double, uh, double strap water heater. So you might get an appraisal back and double strap, double, comes strap. Back. <laughs> double strap comes back. So you might get a condition saying, hey, the, the water heater is single strapped. You need to stay double strapped. <laughs> so that might be a condition as well. Okay. So if you did a good job, if the lender did a good job uh-huh. up front, the conditions that you see um, at the conditional approval are going to be very minimal and no surprises. Mm. Right. But again, let's say big items are missed. The income calculation was done incorrectly. And that could actually, you know, destroy the deal. Yeah, yeah, true. Yeah, so, dude, Dave, David comes around. You better put that strap on, dude. <laughs> hey, Carol, this guy's strict about those doubles, man. Double strap. <laughs> Not single. <laughs> double. Yeah. Not triple. <laughs> gotta be double. <laughs> Only two, dude. Only two. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, loan condition, conditions, again, it really, that's another reason why it's so important to work with, you know, you know, diligent and, you know, skilled lenders and real estate agents. Yeah. Because there are a lot of things that they've seen in their um, previous transactions true. that they can kind of foresee coming. Yeah. And you can avoid a lot of headaches, yeah, right? There's so many factors. Just make your life easier by just, you know, ticking the boxes away and getting things done. For yeah. Sure. So, I mean, 
I think between us, we've seen a lot of different things, right? Oh, yeah. A lot I've of different ways that deals can die. Appraisals come short. I've seen appraisals come high, and then people are complaining. I've seen all kinds of different loan conditions, people getting let go during transactions. Oh, yeah. It's just, there's, every transaction seems simple, and it always ends up being completely different. I love it when, um, <laughs> for example, I had a buyer. Um, he started a new job, mm. didn't tell me. Mm. So we go do a verbal verification like we talked about. Very simple. We Google their phone number mm-hmm. and then we call them and we say, hey, does so-and-so still work there? 99% of the time is yes. Mm-hmm. Well, we call them. We have maybe five days before closing. Oh, no, he's no longer employed with us. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, my God. I called the agent. I'm like, hey, like, he's not, he doesn't have a job anymore. He doesn't have a job anymore. Mm-hmm. And I called the borrower and I say, hey, so we did a verification and you don't work here anymore. It's like, oh, yeah, no problem. I took a new job. I was like, okay, you got to let me know these things. <laughs> so luckily, he took a higher paying job oh, and God. is salaried uh-huh. and there's no gap. And uh-huh. he's a start right away. So it's no problem. True. Okay. It's just extra conditions now we have to fulfill. Yeah, yeah. So we have to get the offer letter. We have to get a verbal from the new employer. So things like that. So it triggers like little things like that. Or I don't, I don't even call that little. Uh-huh. Items that you know, seems simple enough uh-huh. that can trigger other conditions, then therefore you need to fulfill that as well to get the clear to close. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. But just be transparent. Just get all the information out there. Yeah. I mean, just, yeah. just be honest, right? Yeah. 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 Just, we're going to find out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're not borrowing One 10 bucks. One way or another, the truth will come out. Yeah. You're not yeah. borrowing $10. You're true. talking about a, a home, true. right? So true, true. So yeah, I mean, again, it's really important to two things that are very, very important mm-hmm. when it comes to Clearing conditions, right? Mm-hmm. Appraisals. Mm-hmm. Get them ordered early so we can get it reviewed very quickly. Mm-hmm. And we can deal with any, you know, any conditions that come up with the appraisal specific. Yeah. Number two, loan conditions. Let's get those conditions cleared very quickly. Yeah. So whatever we request, again, we're not doing this for fun. We're trying to get the loan cleared for you. Mm-hmm. So those two things, let's get it done quickly. That way Hero gets a good call of saying, Hey, we got the clear to close ten days early, baby. And then I'll fist pump quietly in the air. And then just call you back and be like, hey, it's so great news. Great news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So those are the that was the topic of the day. So let's go ahead and move on to our unofficial ad. Yeah. And this week's sponsor, unofficial ad. Actually, this one's gonna be an official ad by a sponsor named Chups. Chups is a micro social kitchen in Anaheim. They are a little like basically like a micro kitchen. They have mm-hmm. a bunch of concepts. You can eat them all in the same in the same little area. Pretty cool. I think it's a new concept coming around now. Everyone has these little different restaurant ideas, and they all group together into one location. So you know you can get Thai food, you can get fried chicken, all kinds of different concepts. Nice. So shout out Chups in Anaheim. They are having an event on the 11th of February for a c- event called Cupid Kickback. Cupid Kickback for Valentine's Day themed event. They have just fully remodeled the social kitchen, so they'll have new aesthetics, and the event will be fifteen dollars uh, at the door. But we have a twenty percent discount for our listeners. Oh shit! The discount Kobe Chups owns C H U P S O W N S Chups owns. Was well, this owner get an exclusive? Exclusive discount. Exclusive discount. I will be there for sure. So I'll be happy to meet all you listeners out there. Uh, there will be food, drinks, games, activities, and prizes from five to eight p.m. At 3244 West Lincoln Avenue in Anaheim at the Chubb Social Kitchen. We're excited to be part of this and promote them, help them out. Get your 20% off discount for 50, from a $15 discount event to whatever that discount is. I can't do the math in my head right now. <laughs> but we're excited to see you there. Uh, 
February 11th. Let's see. Hey, Jellica, do you like discounts? She got thumbs up. Thumbs up. Thumbs, thumbs up. up. Yeah. If you guys like 20% discounts, show up and whisper yep. the code. Chups. So this is like a like a new concept then. Yeah. Shout That's out pretty them. cool. It's great. That's excited, awesome. Excited to be working with them. Thank you, Chups. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Let's move on to the next. Just the tip. Just the tip. Okay. So we kind of touched on just the tip earlier. Yeah. So it's just tell us, bro. We, we grazed over it. Grazed over it. Yeah. Just tell us, bro. Yeah, just tell us, bro. So again, since the 0809 crash, um, a lot of it was fraud related, right? Mm-hmm. That's why the bubble, as they call it. Yeah. Why are you hiding it? Yeah, just tell us because there are <laughs> there are checks that we do in the background that we have access to uh-huh. that we're gonna find out about the business that you didn't tell me about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, you don't have you didn't own this business ten years ago. You mm-hmm. didn't have a bankruptcy four years ago. Uh-huh. You didn't have a foreclosure seven years ago. Uh-huh. We're going to find out. So it's always good to let your lender and your real estate agent know some of the things that you don't think are gonna come up. Yeah. Just be transparent. You know, we're not here to judge you. Honestly, we just really want you to get your house. But we want to make sure that we don't get you any surprises because we get surprised. Exactly. Just tell us, bro. I mean, just the way, I mean, full transparency, right? I mean, the way I get compensated is only when the deal closes. Me too. Exactly. Yeah. Both I, of I us. Love, I love looking at houses. Yeah. It's it's cool when I get paid. <laughs> I like paid, talking though. to people. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really fun. Yeah, it's nice when I know I'm getting paid at the end. Though. Exactly. Yeah. So again, we are on your side. Yeah. We, we want the deal to close. Mm-hmm. So please, And we've seen it all, to be honest. Yeah. yeah, it doesn't matter. So please, please let us know. Yeah. So if you end up quitting your job and you have a job lined up, let us know. Yeah, you, so think, we you, think, can, you think we're perfect? <laughs> <laughs> so please let us know so we can help prepare to clear those upcoming conditions and we can have a plan for it. Exactly. So we all like win that. when the deal closes, including you. You get the keys. Yep. All right. So let's move on to the Q&A. Q&A. We should really get a soundboard for these I little know. sections. You know, I'm missing a few. I'm slacking. I'm slacking. Slacking. All right. Q&A for this week from listener Tiffany. Ooh, who's uh, that? Is, uh, I don't know. It sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's my fiance. Shout out to her. Question today is how do people get their down payment? Now, down payment can be, you know, a pretty large sum in California, especially. So 20% is pretty high. It can be anywhere from 3.5 up to 20%, sometimes even zero. Mm-hmm. But the question is really coming from where do people get the money from, right? Mm-hmm. So a lot of people have high paying jobs, able to get the savings, but that's rare. Mm-hmm. Uh, stocks, investment accounts. Um, Another common one is parents. Yep. So usually if it's closer to 20%, that daddy most, money. most likely there's parent money coming yep. in. Grandparents, um, unfortunate passings of people, life mm-hmm. insurance payments, something like that, related to family events to get paid out. The other way, how like, let's say how I did it too, mm-hmm. would be just put a lower down payment and then you just save it up for yourself through investments and other means to mm-hmm. get that amount. It's just whatever works for you and your strategy. Yeah, so I mean... An- I don't want to say uncommon way, but um, there is, you could, um, again, I would advise that you talk to your CPA or Mm -hmm. tax tax advisor, Mm -hmm. um, but you could use a part of your 401k Mm -hmm. if you're a first time home buyer and you won't be penalized for it. So Mm -hmm. 401k, everyone, I don't want to say everyone, a lot of people do have that, right? Especially if it's company sponsored, Mm -hmm. you can use that money, the vested amount Mm -hmm. um, to go towards your purchase. So Mm -hmm. down payment being a part of your purchase, Mm -hmm. um, again, speak to your tax professional about that, but you are able to access that without any penalties. Take talk to your CPA. 
We ain't CPAs. No, nope, we are not CPAs. <laughs> we're a lot of things. We're, we're not CPAs. We're like um, we're like the the border collies that herd the ducklings towards one way or another. We're, we're kind of <laughs> guiding you to that direction. Just do the rest on your own. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And then a uh, uh, more unconventional way that I ran into pretty recently uh-huh. was my buyer was short. Uh, I want to say like a couple grand, mm-hmm. two maybe three grand. Mm-hmm. And then he's like, "I I got it." And I was like, okay, how did you get it? Because that's important too. Mm-hmm. So that money has to be sourced. Mm-hmm. Um, it sounds very dramatic, but it's actually called the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure that you're not funded by a terrorist organization. Oh, okay. I'm not kidding. That's literally a disclosure on the loan side. <laughs> okay. So I was like, hey, where did you get that money? Because we have to source it. Uh-huh. It's like, oh, I sold furniture. Uh-huh. So he was short money. So he got creative, sold furniture, got, got cash for it. But how I was able to source it was he had a bill of sale. Mm. It was literally on a piece of paper. Mm. It was itemized sofa, 200 bucks. Love. Oh, okay. Like, I thought it was like selling like ivory tusks. No, you know, no. Just like Ikea crazy. furniture, oh, like whatever okay. he had. Okay. He came up with it. Hey, uh, props to him though. Uh, he needed X amount and he got it and he did it the right way. Mm-hmm. And I was able to show that to my underwriter mm. and say, we're short 2000. Here's 2000. Here's bill of sale. Let's go close. Damn. So By shout all out. all means necessary. Exactly. If I you want it bad enough, for the doesn't win, matter. Dude. Whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. So he got it done. So yeah, down payment can come from a lot of different places. Mm-hmm. And um, you mentioned it briefly earlier. It could be as low as zero. VA loans. Uh, there's other accredited types of support systems out there. Yep. Um, governmental, state federal, all mm-hmm. kinds of different methods. But there are ways to get down payments for zero. Uh, keep in mind, though, that loan amount goes high if you, if it's zero. So you have to make exactly. sure that monthly. It all comes down to the monthly. Make mm-hmm. sure that monthly covers it. But if, if you can, cre- there's creative ways to come up with down payment. Uh, we even did it with our with us two. And, uh, and the guy, shout out Wesley, we just did it ourselves. We just did three of us, grouped it together, did a yep. down payment together. And we and got we said, How much you got? So if you trust your friends, you can do that too. Yeah, it worked out good for us. Cool. All right. Thank you so much for listening uh, to this week's episode. Uh, signing off this is David and this is Hero thank you for the podcast thank you for the show you just finished listening to the owner get on get the podcast and